Hey Jeff. Hey Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Day number six. It feels like we've been here for three years. <laughs> I think this has been a very long time of staying inside, doing work. Yeah. You know, we're used to doing work one time a week. Yeah. We did make the choice to make this a daily podcast. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to Sunday when we're going to be <laughs> calling three fans of ours. Oh my God. Who subscribe to our newsletter and let us know one fun fact about themselves. And for all of you fans out there who are waiting a phone call on Sunday, just know... We're recording on Saturday, so... Don't. Yeah. By the way, a special shout-out to Sair, who uh-huh. is a friend and, yes. and is a, uh, a fan, a yes. supporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tweeted something to the effect of how he hopes that God, you know, provides and that Eric and Jeff call him. <laughs> even really? though he didn't, he didn't give a fun fact and did not respond to the newsletter. Because you said in the newsletter, we will call you if yeah. you give us a fun fact. Yeah. Well, well, Sayer, that's pretty arrogant. <laughs> we we will see. Shout out to all of our friends maybe, over. Maybe God will provide at, at the, the officially Street podcast. Yes, uh, Jeff, we do have a very fun podcast here today. Mm-hmm. David A. Track, what's happening? What's good? What up, guys? This has been uh, it's just been a, a lot. So, how are you guys holding up? Are are you both in Los Angeles right now? Yeah. yeah so, we are. so that means that it's like complete lockdown, right? It is. Yep. Same as you guys. Um, we could still take the car and go somewhere. You know, I, I'm going to I might try to go to the studio because it's just getting in Alan's car and not being in, in contact with anyone. But um, yeah, no one's going anywhere. Yeah. I'm curious. Have you guys seen like there's been a lot of people who have been like, hey, I wonder if drive ins are still a thing and if we can make it a thing. Would you want that experience, even if you're not like messing with other people to be in a car to watch a movie in a parking lot with other people? Um, I don't know. I don't think it's unsanitary, but I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> We're kind of just like I feel like part of this whole thing, like half of it's a mental game and just like, you know, feeling feeling as okay as possible with doing everything at home so you know trying to just commit to that yeah i mean i will say so eric and i have been inside basically for the majority of 11 days yeah and today i would say i like broke yeah today was the first day where it was just like uh yeah is this a fever is this like you know is this chills like and so we went we both went to urgent care and we got tested for um just regular flu and yeah. uh and a no fever. no fevers no fever no flu so we're good yeah we're very chill no scurvy no, no scurvy, scurvy. Wait, well you guys you guys really went to, to urgent care today? oh yeah oh yeah we went to city md down the down the Why? street you, you weren't you weren't feeling well or what no so, yeah we were on the phone with um with clark kent and in the middle of the interview independently we both felt like crazy and then oh, we good. we went to the um, urgent care, and they were like you're absolutely fine and by the way as as you guys know this is so like Upper West Side Jew, like Jew. typical, yeah, yeah, that's, like yeah. hypochondriac shit. Absolutely, yeah. But like we had been going so great for a good ten days, and then it was just like uh, maybe not. Yeah, I, I think there's a there's a lot like you know below the surface on all levels. Like you know, this is uh, uh, this is not even like a, a, a huge example. But like this morning, I was like, you know what, I should do some stretches, and I started stretching, and I was like holy shit i'm like incredibly tense and like i wasn't even really feeling it until i went to do that you know yep yeah i yeah, think we're just like a toll on the in. body like i i've been like i usually i'm a i'm a light sleeper and i've been 
passing out like at 11 p.m. Like wow. conking out with my clothes on, wow. all the lights on. You know, it's just I think everybody's having different physiological reactions to it. And one of them might be also thinking we're sick. Like it's, it's, uh, it's Absolutely. And I think that it's probably not helpful to see – on on any level, Trump on television being Trump, you know, like I think there's a real yeah. like negative, uh, yeah, my reaction. Body, my body's like the stock market; yeah. it just goes down every time that that Trump gets on TV. Yeah, it's been yeah. it's been a lot on it's the soul. Bad for, it's bad for the morale to see it, and it, it gets even more stressful. And then, you know, you had you had De Blasio and Cuomo bickering about the lockdown in New York, like the the. Um, shelter in place in New York is super stressful. And I, I I actually, you know, it was even hard for us to leave because we wanted to stay in New York. And yeah. I, I, yeah. I felt, I felt like, you know, selfishly, I was like, if we could be in a place where there's a studio, it might be better for us. Well, how, how do you guys, cause we've been wrestling with this too. Like we're artists, you guys are artists. How do you take your art and put that like above, like, is it selfish to be an artist in this day and time, um, I, don't th- I don't think so. I think it's the. I think, I think it depends how you are presenting what you're doing. You know, I think if you're if there's a way to present it in a way that's not tone deaf, in a way that's like like in tune with what's going on with other people. A lot of people are waiting for songs to come out or for, you know, podcasts to listen to. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of all of that. Everybody's, yeah. you know, yeah. let's start a podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, my whole thing is like. It's just about how it's. I think it's about the way you present it, and uh, and to be um, sensitive to what other people may be feeling in this time. That's why for me, like I was, you know, on my stories, I was I was complaining about people posting recipes all day because I know people do that with good intentions, but it it can also make others feel unproductive or give you know make others feel like i my first couple of days of quarantine i showered at 5 p.m i was mm-hmm. all messed up mm-hmm. so you think i want to read a rise and grind live laugh love yoga routine right right stretch at 11 p.m and make a make a make an infusion make a lemon watermelon infusion <laughs> before 12 you know what i'm saying like, i don't want to read that i already feel like crap yeah. it's gonna make me feel more like crap so you know, I just think it's about being sensitive and 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 not going too he- heavy on the self promotion. Yeah, you know, what's, I know that. You know what's wild I'm sorry, is ahead. no, I'm sorry. The uh, the conversations that we've been having, it's it's been like a good tenor, right? You have like a mix for some people. Some people are just like very, like you say, uh, get up early. I'm gonna get to my work. I'm gonna like really commit to this thing, even though I'm in these four walls. But then off the camera. I had a conversation with uh, our cousin who lives up in Seattle, and she has a young son. And we were interested in having her on the podcast just because it's she a, works in the medical field. Like, yeah, you know. it's a different oh, wow. it's a, it's a different perspective on a number of levels. And she was like, you know what? Uh, and she's like, my 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 headspace is just not there. And the situation up here is for for their family and their areas is pretty grim. And it was super sobering to hear that. And I was like, yo, Jeff. After that 15-minute phone call with her, which I was just trying to, like, you know, really wrap my head around, I was like, are we not doing the right thing? And is the tone wrong here? Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a valid question to ask. But you guys are providing entertainment. 
and uplifting entertainment. And I think there's a big difference between that and this kind of prescriptive thing of like, well, you know, you could do 80 squats every morning and here's how to make, you know, yeah, yeah, make, make coronavirus rolls. like work for you or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, yeah, that really gets the, to me. The real question is, is there a roomy quote for this? Yeah, right. so, um, yeah. First of all, I, the, the sense of time is so warped. Oh it's my god, the, that's the part that's still really weird. Yeah, and you know, I, you know, Dave and I flew to LA on Monday, and I was um, really excited to be at my house where I have you know a proper studio set up, and there's all these like ideas for scratch routines that I've been wanting to get to and to start filming and our music. Yeah, yeah, and, and our production yep. and, and you know wrapping up duck sauce songs and all this stuff and yeah. you know on the way here i was giving myself a little sort of work schedule and i had to get used to the fact you know once we got here and we were like going through just you know going to buy groceries with which feels like a you know recon mission and then you come home exhausted because you've been wearing gloves and worrying about worrying about germs and shit. And then you don't want to work for another hour or two. Like just going through the flow of those days and, you know, realizing that uh, whatever little schedule I gave myself is going to get rejigged and that that's OK. And I think a lot of people are probably going through like everybody's going to have their own rhythm and their own timeline and there's no right or wrong. Yeah. I think in terms of messaging, in terms of messaging, like we like you said, you know, we're all artists and we do what we do and we present what we present to the world but i think that like as you said about your your cousin you know there's a message of support that i think should prevail and that's for the people that are on the front lines whether they be um you know working in public health or or forced to go to work mm -hmm. during this time working at a grocery store working in a warehouse or also the parents that are home with kids yeah like all the parents that i speak to that are home with kids and teenagers, they're losing their minds. Like it must be so hard because like kids don't really understand what's going on and it's it's harder for them to wrap their heads around it, you know? Absolutely. Like, we've got it easy compared to them. So I think a large part of what we can do is just like send send words of encouragement and support. Mm -hmm. um, and, and and if you're like you know, if you guys are doing the podcast and we're making music and every, we, you know, we're each kind of like making these little pieces of content. On one hand, I think, that, you know, one thing that's definitely positive that we shouldn't forget is that these are things that, you know, we all do that we genuinely love. And I think if you look at you guys as fan base, and I think if you look at me and Dave's audiences too, I think our, our audiences know that, you know, have the reason, more than half the reason why we do what we do. Um, is because we genuinely enjoy it, and and I think there's something. What's the other half? <laughs> Trying to get a Dorito sponsorship, right? But hopefully, there's something contagious about that. But in, I think what what we can all keep in mind is as we put things out, whether it's literally like a 15 second story or a two hour podcast, you know, I, I think the key thing is for it to not come across like, hey, here's here's the thing that you guys can do or, or that you should do. Like it's you know, people shouldn't be made to feel like what they're already doing is wrong. It's just or like, not enough. Right. Yeah. Like they're less like, than hey, I did this. If you want to listen to it, cool. Like, like, my, it. you know, my girl was like, well, you're an artist or you're a musician. I'm not an artist. Yeah. I don't have a creative outlet. Yeah. So it's, I think it's also like, I just think it's about the empathy of like, yo, we can also be very, very, very 
in, attuned and, and and sympathetic to people who not who don't necessarily have a creative outlet and who are really 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 kind of at a loss in isolation mm-hmm. and be like hey here's something for you to enjoy yeah you know you don't have to wake up at 8, 8 a.m you don't have to know how to make zucchini noodles yeah. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to do a yoga practice or two or three or meditation on instagram live hopefully this will distract you a couple hours you'll have a smile on your face yeah. and then just go and watch tv like but, by the way on, you can like, spend you can spend the whole day just talking to your friends and that's just uh, equally fine i think like the main thing is everybody just has to maintain that's, that's it whatever that's it. it takes whatever yeah. it takes i was thinking about this this morning like this is a physical health pandemic but it's it also turns into a mental health completely challenge yeah because yeah. everyone is consumed spending their days worrying and thinking am i gonna get it is is my brother or sister gonna get it yeah and, and then what happens when you do get it months? you yeah. know like i think that yeah. um there's also like this this shame that comes from from actually getting or like revealing that you've gotten it like you were weaker or something and it's just like that's not a real yeah. thing um i do want to luckily that stigma is being lifted I yeah think i think a lot so the more people i get it um i yeah, want the more people to that get it and courageously share their experience yeah, yeah. um i want to ask uh th- this is the first time we've had two people on uh on conversation with us do you guys watch the same tv shows you know we haven't even watched much tv since we got here we're trying to just finish some songs like you know for our project but 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 ella and i in general we're kind of out of sync yeah i watch the same tv shows as my girl yeah, um, we, but we're a little bit out of sync, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we're watching Curb. Yeah, exactly. There, there's a few, there's a few common things. Yeah, we watch Curb. I'm currently watching this Italian show that Dave has seen before, but in general, our entertainment habits are pretty different. Alan listens to podcasts. I don't listen to podcasts. Yeah. Oh, oh well, thanks um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got, I make my exceptions. <laughs> I yeah, I'm not like but, I don't consume podcasts the way most people do. Yeah. But we usually listen to the same music at the same time. Like, you know, when Jay Electronica came out. Sure. Obviously, we were consumed by that. In fact, I want to ask you guys where you stand on the uh, on the on the Rosenberg Jay Electronica controversy. I, okay, this is sort of like a, a we have a, you had a, a have we, you had this conversation on the podcast yet? No, no not, not no. on the podcast. No. No, but, All right. So we got we got yeah. four. This is an exclusive four hip hop Jews. Yeah. yeah. Four <laughs> hip hop Jews. And I, I want to have a I want to have a roundtable about this because yes. um, I have I have my opinion, but I, I want to know what you guys think yeah. about those those rhymes, those okay. bars. I think that it's not. I don't think that Rosenberg is wrong at all. Um, I think that he feels the way he feels. I thought that he when he put out the second statement saying that as a Jew, this is how he feels, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Totally mm-hmm. ride for that. Absolutely. The other thing is, I don't think that Jay Electronica is wrong. Because my my feeling is that he might not mean it to be how Peter interprets it, right? And so I know it's like a little bit of a weak um, response of me to be like, hey, like I think that everybody's right, but it also like we're we're addressing things in the wrong way. But I, I that that's sort of where I stand, where I don't take it personally when Jay Electronica says like synagogues of Satan, but I'm also not. Um, I mean, that, that, yeah. That, that's... And I think it's the same thing, you know, there's been years and years and years of like Jewish lawyer or like those type of, of rhymes. Right. And Stack it's like, chips, like Hebrews. All yeah, that. yeah, all yeah. that. And it's it's funny, like we've talked with Styles and Sheik about that. And it's just like, there's no wow. offense behind it. There's there's sort nope. of this this idea of like, uh, 
that's just the nomenclature that they they have and it's like it's a trope it's yeah. just yeah. a trope yeah right um have you guys ever had Rosenberg on the podcast yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yes he's he's a cool dude though right he's like, a, he's, yeah. he's He's a great he dude. He's, he's yeah. uh, you know, we've we, we, we've lived in the same neighborhood for you know thir- sure. thirteen years. Sure. We we yeah. we've been friends for a long time, and uh, yeah, yeah. and he's a very thoughtful guy, as is his brother Nick. And um, I thought the best thing, honestly, was that when Jay was like, "We need to have this discussion on some type of platform," and Peter's like, yeah. "I have a daily one every morning on Hot ninety seven. <laughs> so I know. That would be cool. I just, I'm not sure that's going to happen. But what is your guys' like take on it? Um, Me go, you go first. Okay, my take is 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 this. I think, um, you know, as white Jews, right, who who grew up listening to hip hop and for whom hip hop, you know, literally gave gave us a, a career, shaped our lives, our values. Yeah, I I think it's it's important to never lose sight of the fact that we are still, you know, guests in the house of hip hop. And, sure. and hip hop is primarily about the black experience. And as a listener, it's, Im- it's important to keep in mind the roles that the Muslim religion played, you know, in the community. So, cause I, you know, some people were offended that Farrakhan was on the intro. Cause obviously Farrakhan has said some, some sus things, Sure, but you know, it would be very, uh, nearsighted to lose, you know, to forget the, you know, how much of a role Farrakhan played in in hip hop. I mean, we all remember. I I have a clear memory of when he brokered peace between Common and, and Ice Cube. Yeah, like, but but different than that, how much, how, what role um, the five percenters and yeah. the Nation of Islam played Absolutely. for that community? Yeah, it, it, they it, they you it know gave a backbone to a community that it was, uplifted. Yeah, it a uplifted community. a community that was left abandoned by the rest of society. So I, I think we have to be respectful of that. And I also don't think that Jay Electronica, I don't think his bars are anti-Semitic. I think his bars are very historically specific. He's talking about, you know, uh, a esoteric, cryptic shit, you know, referring well, no, he's to... Got, he's, got an, he's got, I'm sorry to cut you off on that. He, he definitely has, not anti-Semitic, he's got an anti-Zionist bar in mm. there. Yeah, and, and you know, which by the way, I'm down with. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And, and, and by the way, so is Peter. Times, but like, he's talking about specific like centuries and shit. Like, it's it's historical lyrics, and I I'm not really down with the reaction of like from the moment there's a the word synagogue in a rap, I immediately say, oh, this is anti-Semitic. Right. First of all, look, we're we're all Jews in hip hop, and we all love this. It's not this isn't this isn't a hobby for us. Right. This shaped our worldview and it also shaped our way of growing up it shaped our value systems it shaped our taste and like alan said we're all of us around this virtual table keenly aware that that we are and forever will be guests that are paying homage to something that changed our lives even though we know it inside out and even though you know, we uh, in a lot of you know. You guys hang out with the locks every week. You yeah. earn those stripes, right? But you also, we all know where we stand. A hundred percent. First of all, me personally, I, I don't know. Maybe this is some weird self-hating shit that I need to take up with my shrink. <laughs> I love hearing. I love hearing these Jews are Satan bars. I, I I love them. I don't know why. I like. <laughs> I, I, it's fucked up. I like. I like hearing it. It, number one, I like them. I like them, but I, I think wait. Maybe I like Dave them. is anti-Semitic. 
You know what I mean? I'm anti. I'm anti Zionist. So yeah, I know the I'm same. same. No, yeah, same. But yeah, so so JLK can criticize Israel all he wants. We're down with that. I don't think JLK hates Jews. In fact, he was married to, or at least he yeah, had he was messing around with Rothschild. Rothschild yeah. yeah, yeah, he was he was up in there for a while. So <laughs> so I don't think. But but I I think there's two things. Alain is super right in saying that, you know, with all the positives that the Nation of Islam, the five percenters, brought to the hip hop community and the inner center and the inner city community if a couple of uh borderline anti-semitic bars are collateral damage to that there's still a greater good we can appreciate number one number two number two i think it's also important to realize that j electronica with his album is taking us back to a lineage that goes you know all the way back to uh, uh, X Clan and Brand Nubian Rakim. and Rakim, and and then for me more recently, you know my my favorite rapper, probably of all time, Tragedy Gaddafi, mm. um, um, and, and Killer Priest. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I went back and listened to Killer Priest. It's Jay Electronica is Killer Priest's son. It's like if you go back and listen to uh, the Heavy Mental album, mm-hmm. it's so Jay Electronica. It's it's just it's the same thing on this record. It's the same thing. So. I don't know. I just feel like in that context, yeah. what he says is actually not that it's not that shocking and offensive. No, but I, by the way, but the, the same way that like Ilan Omar is allowed to criticize U.S. lobbies for Israel. It's yeah, like, right. th- there shouldn't be this automatic, oh, you Ilan. know, red flag. Right. Get Ilan Omar on the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I think and, and it's, we can it's... say and we can say that while still being okay with our Jewish identities. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, I just think it, it's imp- it's important to not react with like an automatic red flag, right? Like on some. Like, but I really appreciate Rosenberg's candor. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's honest. Because it's, it's honest. honest it comes from the heart, yes. and he's t- the thing is like even you know Rosenberg like I, I sometimes I find him a little more. Um, conservative than I am hmm. and a little less maybe a little less he's got maybe a little less sense of humor in terms of like the ignorant shit like I might enjoy it a little more than him but this is a, he, he. it takes a lot of courage to write what he wrote and, and he really it, it was a it was really beautifully honest the way he came at for it. sure yeah you want to know shout out to Peter that's the homie like 100% hell yeah that's absolutely shouts to I Peter love, you know what's you know what's a funny sort of side effect to doing a podcast called two Jews and two black dudes review the movies which by yes. the way Styles came up with the name is that yeah, sure. you have all of these locks fans uh, who might be new to us or might have very strong beliefs, just period. But they're just like, uh, you mean two black dudes and two fake Jews? And we're like, I, I don't even know how Yeah, to... I'm like, you know, we had a bar mitzvah, but whatever. <laughs> Wait, why, why would they call you guys that? Because, because uh, uh, the whole 12th tribe and like, you yeah, know. Blacks are the oh, real oh, Jews. I like and that. And so we're like, like the Edomites that. and. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's this. That's cool. Oh, That's yeah. Cool. Oh, no. I love it every I like time. <laughs> so maybe I, I, I like yeah, maybe Dave lot, and I are actually. on the same level. And that, like, you know, yeah, maybe they're not. By the way, who knows? We could, they, yeah, maybe we are the, the, the not, not the right ones. Yeah, I mean, just culturally, we are the the Jewish ones. Yeah, I mean, like, you we're know, just, you're gonna yeah, look at a Miriam Webster, Jews, but maybe we're not the real Israelites. I'm okay with that. Yeah, they're, they're probably more biblical than this. <laughs> I'll take that. That's so funny. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's pretty wild. And we're just like, people get so mad about it. And we're like, we didn't even come up with the name. You know, I don't know what to tell you. It's yeah, a, it's, a, it's a, yeah, but it's a very entertaining name and also such a such a brilliant premise 
uh, for a pod, man. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, I think I think in this new day and age where we're all uh, separated, you know, uh, through this quarantine, we're gonna have to, yeah. uh, I think, take advantage of that Netflix Chrome extension that they have. Yeah, the party thing. Oh yeah, so you can like watch a movie with your friends, right? Yeah. Correct. So we are gonna do that for two Jews and two black dudes. Yeah, and you can Fire. you can pause it and like have conversations, and there's like a chat wow. element to it too. I mean, it's really it's great. Have you guys thought now as live performers? how you're going to, at least in the next couple months, if you want to do Live, some... Survive. Well, well, yeah, or or perform. Yeah, maybe you are... Uh, A-Track, are you going to... First of all, we're stressed. Are you going to bring back uh, stressed, Turntable bro. FM? We're stressed. I'm sorry? Are you going to bring back Turntable FM? Oh, oh man, Turntable FM. I mean, that, the intention was good, but that was always kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, first of all, as live performers... We're, we are, further, we're stressed, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I remember last week, um, Alain wrote me and he was like, dude, this is, this is going to hurt the bag. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a true, true, true yeah. concern for people like us who, who don't really make money off of royalties. You know, this is our sole source of income. So obviously yeah. it's a, it's a huge source of stress, but what we'll do is, you know, we'll do a lot of live streaming. I don't know if it'll be remunerated and I, I don't care for now. I just want to. I want to get to the studio with P and, and do some live streaming, and yeah. A Track's going to do a bunch. And me and A Track, because we're working on some stuff together. So yeah. We're yeah, we yeah. were just starting some songs yesterday, so yeah, we got a couple that are already already done, already almost done. But um, I you know I honestly I, done. yeah I I think we're lucky to be the types of performers that can do things for the camera. Period. You know, mm -hmm. like yeah. this, honestly. No shape, but there's plenty of DJs that are kind of boring to watch if they just put a GoPro in their bedroom. I, I'm I'm lucky to be Mr. No, but but like you, okay, that's one thing. But like even even if you're you were more boring to watch, like I got a DM from a cellist, mm. and she was like, "Yo, I'm a professional cellist. Yeah, I'm out of work. Can I come play on one of your songs?" Whoa. Like, there's a lot of people. No, but I'm just saying, like, not we're we're still like front-facing artists yes yeah you know what i'm saying like what about what about the the what about the guitar tech what about yeah. the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. You everybody know, who just I got mean, laid off at the med opera everybody who got laid off at everywhere oh, else yeah man. i mean like it's, Dude, it's crazy like seriously yeah. Yeah. Like, so if anything like the, if there's proceeds from uh streaming performances you know it should go to like the support staff first and foremost for real man like because um, Shout out to all the crews and the, the oh front of house engineers, the hey, monitors, yeah, all, all the way down to the concession stands, everything. Yo, it's like it's it's so hurtful for all that 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 sort of that industry or that sector, I should call it. Absolutely. And, and the thing that's the thing that's worrisome about whether it be some of the lo even some of the local DJs, by the way, and and you know to use the example I just gave, the concession stand. There's a lot of you know cash only, you know cash paid people in the industry who are such a good point already starting to worry about you know the relief stuff that's starting to be rolled out because you know they're talking about these measures to support people who have lower income but a lot of people in our industry are paid cash so they can't even prove they have low income mm. do you know what i mean they so can't like, prove they have any income and yeah. then it's like when they, they don't want to go to the man quote unquote because it's like and they expose yeah and right. expose the fact that you know some of them don't pay tax and like yeah. it's all under the table stuff so yeah. it's very very worrisome I, I think in in the in the large scale this whole crisis is really showing us all the holes 
in 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 a capitalist system mm-hmm. where because so much of capitalism functions with this sort of running and gunning mentality like you just keep shit moving companies open and fold and get huge investments of millions and billions and then shut down and da 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 and if there's and if there's constant forward motion people think everything is okay and th- these holes have been there all along whether it be lack of healthcare or, or lack of um, universal basic income universal basic yeah. income or even something like any type of musician's guild that would that would, you know that would give benefits to to all the staff that we we're just talking about but until there's a crisis things are sort of afloat mm-hmm. so everything is this like fast fast forward motion when something like this hits you know you you just see how dangerous things have been because if you know if you look at the on on the uh hospital and medical side of things you seeing that the u.s is literally the least equipped of you know of any country um in in the in the western world you know like it's you can't talk about america being um this sort of like like you know top superpower and can't you tell my brother has nobody to talk to for the last (laughs) i've been speaking to the shrubs my 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 lemon tree is my therapist take a plant selfie there you go oh man i I started it again last week oh my god (laughs) Um, so so uh, do you guys uh, be honest do you guys have a routine like are you working out or are you still are you in your pajamas still right now no not in my pajamas that would make me feel a lot better about myself (laughs) not in my pajamas but I mean like it's close enough I wear a hoodie and and like you know pants every day but like um, we do have a routine in that we are recording this at the same time every day, mm-hmm. pretty much. Amazing, um, amazing. And so, like, it gives you sort of a basis, sort of a structure to your to what's happening. Yeah, you know, yep. you, you get up in the morning, you make breakfast, you uh, set up all the equipment, record, break down all the equipment, edit it together, both video and yep. audio. Jeff does the photoshopping for the artwork and it's become this whole yeah. machine, which is amazing. It has never been foreign to us, you know, because when we started doing sketches yeah. uh, back in 2007, it was the same routine, you know, that we were doing sure. then. And that's that's also wild, too, for all the people who were like, I don't know how to operate in my own home. And it's like, oh, we have been doing this forever. Nothing about this is new, you right. know? That's yeah, right. that's right. right. I got a question for you guys. Yes. Are you guys uh, are you guys going to do. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Pradian? Oh, uh, Patreon. Uh, Patreon. Patreon? Yeah. Oh, Patreon. Yes. Yeah, yes. we we do have a Patreon. We started it like a, a month and a half ago. I'm sorry. I, I never even ever uttered that word, that word before. Like, okay, so yeah, we have, Patreon? Patreon. Patreon. Okay, Patreon. Cool. And we actually so, avoided it for San the, Diego on. For the longest Diego time. On. And uh, and then a month and a half ago, Jeff was just like, why why aren't we doing this? And yeah. So, right. And so like we have like a good like baseline um on there but i mean like you know if anybody out there wants to donate to, to yeah to our uh our, our it is at patreon patreon.com slash it's the real yeah and but, so do your subscribers get access to exclusive content is that how it works yes, yes. although um no. this has thrown a like a wrench into everything because we were going to do one extra episode for our patreon supporters yeah there's there's different levels yeah. so like but you now know, we're we're doing like one every day which i think there was, is already enough there were there were various levels and and different uh you know, uh, trades that they get back for, for donating a certain amount of money. And one of the things that we had, and people were very much into this, was that they would be able to come and sit on the couch for a, a live, you know, recording, whether that what? was with the yeah, locks amazing. or with you guys or with whoever, because people love that experience. But to be in here is something else. Like when Jim Jones comes over and just like hangs out forever, it's just like a whole different that experience. Is- but that is so dope. Having been quarantined or self-quarantined, yeah. it yeah, does. Yeah. Nobody's here. Yeah. 
it does sort of change the uh, the narrative. But I'm I'm glad that we thought of this type of idea because reaching out to people and having these type of conversations uh, has not only been good for the listening audience, but also uh, for the people that we call and especially for us who are able to, you know, just like honestly connect with people because, you know, the, the two big things that have been our concerns in the bigger picture are that have been lost really are community and culture. And I think, you know, you get some of that with this. And I think as we go along with more, uh, I don't know if it's Instagram lives or, you know, if it is a new form of turntable FM or if it is whatever we haven't thought of, those things have to be saved and continued for humanity to still be, you know, a, a, a piece of what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So well said. Um, another round table question. So let's say for the next week of quarantine, uh, each of us only had one album to listen to. Hmm. What, what would it be? Uh, I would do Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. Which I know nice. is not like, yeah, it's not like the coolest <laughs> option, so, but like, it, it I, makes you know, feel good. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. There's a lot. There's a lot to dig into that one. Uh, I have to. I have to think about this. What about you guys? My 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 like Desert Island album is songs songs in the key of life. Mm-hmm. That's CD. a really yep. good one. Although yep. if we're talking about one week, just one week, just one week, one week, I'm really enjoying the new Caribou album. So that's that. I would be happy with that for a week. Bro, you're soft. Fine, <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Uh, is there a little so album? No, I no. I'm gonna say for the next week, if I could only bump one album, please say it's like Amy Grant. <laughs> no, nah, yo, you know what I would do? I would go back. I'm going. I would go back. I would go back for the next week. I would go back to Wu Tang Forever, mm, which wow. I haven't listened to in such a long time. I've listened to it recently. And the great songs are great. The bad songs are no, bad. No, yeah, but yeah. I bet you. I mean, I'll Gravel have Pit. To to as high as Wu Tang gets on loop for with the woo woo baseline. I would. I would say Wu Tang Forever. I haven't listened to it in years. Yeah, and I could use, and that could last me a whole week, seven yeah, days, yeah. and I would get into it. And yeah, you know, MGM dog shit. There's a lot of good songs. Dog shit. Yeah. Anyway, that's me. I still about, don't. Still, I, I, still I still don't have an answer, but I do want to say this because I meant to tell you this a couple weeks ago. Somebody was was asking us. I think it might have been on Twitter. Yeah, it was on Twitter. Uh, I guess maybe we did like a Q and A session or something like that. And someone was like, "What recent album uh, has no skips for you?" And I was like, "Oh." The last Chromio album, for sure. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Straight up. Thank you. It's it's um, that means a lot, and we're we're actually working on a bunch of new stuff. Um, yeah. I've got so much new music in the pipeline because we started our own label with Chromio as well. Oh, congratulations! So, yeah, amazing. Thank you. And so and so we're we're rolling out actually starting next month. We're rolling out a bunch of projects for artists that we produced. So it's like people like projects that we we made all the music and recorded and engineered everything and um super dope and we're releasing that for and then there's going to be um some new chromio stuff and a live chromio album but you know a lot of new artists that we're getting behind as well um i'm super excited about that so yeah, there's awesome. a lot of new, yeah i'm very happy about it i think i think um for us it's like an, an opportunity to be just like not only be the artist but also like mentors and like producers for others and just provide a platform to put out other people's music and have you know have our sound kind of mesh with with other cats so that's really in dope. fact yeah in fact this week we were supposed to be we were st- supposed to have two weeks or like 10 days with um sleepy brown oh my and god do a project 
and do a project Chromio and him, but then Whoa. then all this shit happened. But we're gonna do it later in the year. What is your uh, guys? Just, what is your guys' relationship with Sleepy? So uh, we have the same manager. My my manager manages Big Boy. Oh well, right on. Which has he been on the pod? He hasn't been on the podcast. We're not sure if he likes us. <laughs> no, he does. Yeah, yeah. he does. I, well, we. Well, there, now, there's no we'll real see. reason. It's just that like, we were so, in Atlanta for two weeks and uh, we tried to make it happen down there and it, it didn't. But no, but that's not why. So I, well, we, we interviewed him for MTV a million years ago and it went amazingly. A million years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It went amazingly. And then we were working on doing some stuff with him. And then I tweeted something. <laughs> no, I, tw- I think I tweeted it. You might have tweeted it. Yeah. There was a we went to Google one day and they had a sign on an elevator and it said no rapping in elevators. And we, uh-huh. and we said that's what Big Boy said to, or that, that, that's what Andre said to Big Boy, <laughs> and right. so it went like wide, and Big Boy DM'd uh-huh. us and just put a crying face, and then that's the last we heard from him. <laughs> nah, he's chill, he's chill. Yeah, but yeah, our, our my manager manages like Big Boy slash also like Dungeon Family at large. Amazing. So so we were like, let's do that. But there's there's other stuff that's coming out starting next month. So. I mean, maybe we should announce that the Chet Hanks album produced by Chromio. Chet Hanks. Oh my Listen, god. Guys. Oh my god. Chet Hayes exclusive. <laughs> that is very necessary. Oh my god. <laughs> but yo, I wonder if he's nice. As what, a I rapper? Think, I, I think he might be nice, man. I'm going to go I'm going to go on a on a Chet Hanks uh K-hole. Wait, you know what? Wait, you think he's a, he nice as a rapper, one. not nice as a person, <laughs> right? That's what we're talking about. Because I, I bet he's like a, a nice I, enough I, person. I, I guess to, I don't know. I'm new to the meme. I, I don't. I have. But you know, I I don't know. I I just. Oh, he, he is come... not. He is not what you want to listen no. to as a rapper. No. <laughs> okay. 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 All right, yeah. Gonna gonna like. It's sort of like the Apollo, like um, you know, like sweeping you off the stage. It's yeah. like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, but here's the thing. Like a lot of those cats that I thought were clowns, eventually, I'm like, they're do they they come on L.A. Leakers or Tim Westwood, and then and just you're like, nuts. okay, yeah, and yeah. So it's like, cause I, so that's why now, like, I reserve judgment. You know what I'm saying? Cause Did like, you see I was the never- guy from um from Love Is Blind? Who had? Uh, no. Oh my god! <laughs> like the, he went on sway, and it was the the worst. It was the worst when he rapped oh, on the show. And wait, wasn't the there show. a thing that like people found out that when she when Shia LaBeouf did his freestyle, then people found out later on that the, those raps were like he took them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Who, who were they taken from? No. I I don't know who no. they were taken from, but I saw that the other day too. No, yeah. who, wow. Wait, but who were they? I don't know, but then that. Look, Shia LaBeouf can remain as as a style inspo if people want, but I'm I. Yeah, but like I'm I not would, gonna stand for him in the rap. No, but I, I would Agreed. give him respect even if this dude even if this dude memorized 25 minutes of fucking Sons of Man or whatever that. Shit <laughs> like. I'm like, bro, like anybody that knows 20 minutes, he can, he, right? He like, like, <laughs> all I'm saying, wow. Yo, Shia saying, LaBeouf like, is gonna be the reason that Dave and Alan just like do not talk for the next 10 days. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying a lot of those guys even you know I'm not the I was never like a big little dicky fan or whatever but then I saw his sway freestyle and I was like yo he's nice I yeah I, yeah, I cannot nice. co- I cannot I can't co-sign can't him. co-sign that nope but he's, I'm just saying he can really, really he was rapping his ass off on that thing he can write a beat I'm not gonna watch the show I'm the no show. not, <laughs> not watching the TV me, show I don't know man it's like I'm in this place right now or all these cats that like I would re- that would really I'd be like nah I'm not it's like I want to see them prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But I want to see them. But, prove- but I think it's because you used to 
really not give anyone in that category the time of day before. No one. Because you're yeah. from the Fat Beats generation of just like sunning people. No one. <laughs> I gave no one. Dave, as no hard one. as we've all worked, the four of us, to be good Jews in this industry, right? Yeah. And have the relevance and have the respect and have long lasting careers, Lil Dicky is not the same. Like, like, <laughs> you he, think? Yeah. You know what, though? He's a really good basketball player. Oh, <laughs> I know. That is, yeah. I, know. I have heard that. Here. I, I need to sit down. I don't know. I don't know. What you don't look, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But sometimes you don't know. You might, you might see an interview with this cat and he might just know all this shit that he oh, might just sure. be like, yo, no, actually, man, like I came up on, you know, uh, uh, Afura. Afura. Afura <laughs> and like the artifacts are my favorite shit. Actually, no, but that's not even a question for sure. Well, then he's dope. I know the guy. Shout out to Lil Dicky. He's a nice guy. So then maybe those. So then, then yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if those, I'm not gonna watch his TV show. Right. <laughs> I, I don't. But see, my whole thing is, I was such an such a. Uh, I'm sorry to say, I was such a Nazi yeah. about <laughs> all those clowns. Uh-oh. And then, and then, and then, look. Even like, I'll be real. Like, like I was like, I never was a Russ fan. I was never a Russ fan. Mm. I didn't. I don't like the Twitter persona. He could send his security guard to beat me up. I do not like anything about it. I don't like the sanctimoniousness. I don't like anything. I don't like the raps. I don't like the songs. Right. I don't like anything. Then I'm looking at him make beats on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He's nice. I know. He's nice. He also he he uh, he lived in that same space in our heads for uh, the entirety of his career. We didn't like it. We. Didn't yeah. like the way he operated around friends of ours. There was uh, right. Same. there was right, his right, mystique, right, and then he, he gets came a- to the podcast. Yeah, sat and down, and he said that he was just in a different space, and like he he had looked at old interviews that he had done, and he was just like, I came off like a dick, and so he was having this like real reflective moment, and so I think that allowed us to like him. Yeah. First of all, the fact that he even came to your podcast wasn't too cool to do that. It wasn't like, oh, I'm only going to do Charlemagne. You right, know what I'm yeah, right, like, yeah. He came up to your fucking apartment. Yeah. He, I don't know if he knows what the Upper West Side is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, he probably does. But, like, I'm just <laughs> saying, he was he was cool enough to do that. That says something. I'm not – I'm just here. I just love to be proven wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love – it's almost like – you know what I'm saying? Like, well, let me ask like, you guys this. It's refreshing. Would At the you- end of the day, all four of us are, are kind of nerdy types anyways. And, like, you know, like we're not – we're not who you would expect to be for sure. know, in the positions that we're in. So, so – you know, we, we have to champion everybody else that proves people wrong. Let me ask you this, though. Exactly. Would you guys do production for Takashi 69 whenever he comes home? Not not Takashi. Oof. Nah. Nope. That's nope. A, that's a not for no. me. Okay, no. I would. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. That's a, that's a hard no. Yeah. No, I, I don't produce right now, but... Uh, <laughs> But I'll learn for Takashi. <laughs> Look, man, you don't you don't disrespect Chief Keith. That's it. That's there, like, there you go. Yeah. Or like the thousand of other things that he did. But yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, no, that's the one. Yeah, but you but you say that online. You say that, uh-huh. and again, when a f- the first couple of songs came out, you were liking those songs. Yeah, he hadn't cha 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 whatever that song was. Tuka he hadn't and disrespected um, Chief Keith yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, yeah. uh, we we, we so could go on and on, right? Oh, and and yeah. and we will. We'll call you guys back another time. We so appreciate the fact that you guys. Let me ask you this: Can I? I have a request. I have yeah. Request. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, are you guys? Um, I have some requests. Yes. yes. First of all, um, and I, I want to 
I want you to keep those on the record, please. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, with the, with the resurgence of like underground and, you know, everybody, you know, listening to Griselda and all that and, and this sort of like sort of underground post backpacker hip hop, whatever you want to call it, yep, yep. you know, getting, coming back into fashion, <laughs> we got to get ill bill on your podcast. <laughs> but because I spoke, but the question is like, I, is ill bill ever in New York? Ill bill is in New York all day. I spoke to him yesterday. He's, really? he's in New York. Wow. Yeah, no idea. And you know, and you know, he's from Canarsie, right? Well, I mean, I know he's from Canarsie, but I didn't know he was still Where here. Where he staying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's in he's in the city a lot, and he is so. I mean, he's you know he's like my older brother, and he's so one of us, and he's got the same references as you guys, and he's a film buff. Oh, crazy! Like he next level film buff, and his connections go so deep, bro. Like you know, he used to you know he used to be a member, an unofficial member of Onyx back in the day. Really? Well, that yes, is, that is yes, absolutely yes. something that we can talk about. Yeah, so I want you guys to have him um, on some like, you know, the underground is back and he's been the king of that. And, yeah. and, you know, I've been down with those guys. And also, like, have you guys been having some of the, some of the like, New York, like the the Brooklyn Drill kind of dudes? Like, oh, like 504 and those guys. We were supposed to get um, Pop Smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, well, not, that's that's not going to happen. No, no, no. He's a harder um, get. But uh, but but been a big fan of Five EO. I think that the plan is to get him when he's more used to doing long form interviews. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I did see he did one with. Um, I'm blanking on her name. There, there's a there's a female podcaster. Um, Starbrim or Starbrim. Yeah, yeah I got it. Um, and so he was on there with her. Um, and Chef G uh, is on my radar in terms of music, but I haven't seen any of his interviews. So, um, but you guys are so good; like it, it could be their first interview. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank I you. think I think that. Uh, yeah, we've been paying attention. We we do have a yeah. lot of friends around. I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to call you. I'm not trying to call you guys out on some like, hey, you're missing all this. I just no. you know because we're because we're all Jews living in New York. It's like <laughs> I'm even going to say like, yo, get my get my boy who's like the OG you thug or get all these new new york cats that were so enthralling that were so enthralled with or that are so kind of captivating i guess yeah um, i will say someone who is coming up or we're not coming up he's uh he's calling in for quarantine radio uh mike geronimo oh yeah yeah no Sick. Shit. yeah so i want all the diddy stories yeah 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 so that'll be that'll <laughs> be a good one he used to be he he was going to be puff daddy's big rapper at yeah. some point yeah. well did he like executive produce that second album that yeah. didn't really pop was up. not good was exactly. not good wait how did you was guys get in touch up? with him i oh. texted him yeah we, 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 we've <laughs> known him forever <laughs> long time wait, yeah <laughs> yeah so dope have you had royal flush yet or we have no? not no yeah um, <laughs> you know what you know what? When we're when all this is over, yes, and everybody's got this sort of collective spirit of 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 sharing and giving and sharing resources. Yes, we're gonna start a fund for all the rappers that are you know that that didn't have that many hits and that much of a long career, mm. and we're gonna start a universal basic income for rappers that maybe twenty years into their career Love are that. struggling and still need yeah. it. And I don't, I don't want to name names because I don't know who that would be, but right. like all those dudes that like, you know, didn't have the longevity that yeah. we thought, but they're still our heroes. And, 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 and yeah, the impact that people. Well, I mean, even, even going to, as far back as like T. LaRock, like, I mean, like, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's just like yeah. 
there's Those too many people were... who have uh, paved the way. Um, I mean, did you did you guys read the article about uh, there was a GQ article about T. Rock having this crazy like memory loss thing and then living, going to a recovery center. Uh, to try to get his memory back, and it was all literally old Jews and him in some uh, in the recovery center, and he forgot that he was a rapper. It's a, I'll, I'll text Man. it to you guys. It's yeah, please do. Article. That's wild. Because yeah. he 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 like got into like a fight or something, and there there you know he um it was like some brain damage, and he literally lost his memory, and he ended up just hanging out with old Jews at a at a at some sort of home. Man, Jesus. I miss New York, man. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's New York. I miss New York already. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, when Zaybar opens, <laughs> we'll, we'll all head again, over there. Yeah. <laughs> guys, get a basket. Think of us. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Uh, stay safe out there. Be well. Oh, uh, yes. Be creative. Uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you. We and love we'll, you guys. We'll Thank talk you to you soon. All right. Doing. All right, y'all. Thank you Easy. very much. Hey, Nur. Hi, guys. How, How are, are you? you? I'm great. How are you? Sorry, no, I have a new response to how are you. I'm weird. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm also weird. Yeah, this is a weird time. <laughs> okay, good. Well, okay, good. Nur, what, what's great. The mo- We're all weird together. What's the most normal thing about your life these days? That I've... I think social distancing has been my lifestyle for a while, mm-hmm. so that didn't take a ton to adjust to. Um, you yeah. were doing it before it was like trendy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Indoor girls, cozy girls. There you, you go. Know, the brand. Yeah, are, the brand is consistent. Are you of sound mind these days? Um, I have my days. I think it's like I'm taking it day by day, you know? Good days and bad days. Well, how is London reacting to it as opposed to, like, like what is Boris Johnson doing? Because I, I feel like... I've seen that he's had a very relaxed response to everything where he's just like, everybody can get sick now and then we'll deal with it later. That's nuts. Yeah, he, well, he is nuts. Um, I hope he doesn't listen to this. (laughs) He's a big fan. He's, he's deported. Yeah. He, uh, he contributes to our Patreon. He's a $10 a month tapped in. He is lovely. I love crazy people. Um, yeah, his whole strategy seems to be pretending as if nothing's happening or what's happening is not that important. He talks about how he still shakes hands and it's normal and it's okay. But I think uh, he's being pressured to take measures now because now I've heard that there might be closing some like bars and restaurants and all of that. We're we're a little late to the party. Um, Same here. Yeah. But people are, people are still out. I think I think what's what's what I've been thinking about lately is that ignorance is the topic more than the virus itself because mm-hmm. it happens on an like what we need to do happens on an individual level and then you know yeah. Um, then collectively so if if you want to go out you'll go out and if you want to stay home you'll stay at home so um seeing a lot of selfish and crazy behavior which makes me question everything uh but yeah england is very relaxed um we, but I we think did we'll, we'll we did see. know that there were a lot of stupid people in the world before this though right that's true that's <laughs> true that's true and and jinx uh said this best it's like i think stupidity is more is more concerning here than the virus itself. Not that the virus isn't important, but yeah. Well, have you have you seen any friends of yours exhibiting like uh, social activity on their social media? No, my my friends have been very very um, thoughtful and uh, smart, and you know, yeah. taking all the 
individual measures, I think they've been brilliant and very inspiring to, you know, champion what needs to be done. But what I've been seeing, <laughs> where I've been seeing a lot of people still socializing is on um, some of the artists I follow. Is that right? Uh, I, will not name, I will not name names, but some of the artists on Instagram I've been seeing still, you know, doing the party or traveling and all of that, which... That's so crazy. I guess it is what it, yeah, yeah. Like Eric and I were talking about it yesterday, about how even watching different TV shows, you'll just be like, I can't even fathom, like, being next to a person, being like, shaking hands, like any any of the the normal behaviors of just like 16 days ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's all insane. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I take walks at the park. I live by a really beautiful, huge park in London. And I take walks, and even, like, passing by people, I can feel people's anxiety and not being too close or, you know. Um, and I can see pe- in people's faces that there's, like, this, sol- this sentiment of solidarity. Like, we're all in this together, but we're taking our walk because we need fresh air and all wow. of that. So, so when I see people, you know, traveling or partying and all of that, I'm like, what, what parallel universe are you in? I'm glad to hear that uh, you see the humanity in, in people in their, like, faces out there yeah. because because – the few times that I've been outside, it's hard for me. I'm being honest. It's hard for me oh. to even make eye contact with people. I feel like, yeah. like, like we're both, you know, me and the other person, we're cheating the system. Like we shouldn't be outside. No, I think that you're like assigning different yeah. feelings that, um, cause like you never really look people in the eye when you're like walking by them. Like you, you usually like sure. avert your gaze. You're not like smiling at people. Like anybody who yeah. smiles at me on the street in Wait, the is old this just world, me or is yes, this, I'm talking yeah. straight to you, <laughs> Eric. You never look people in the eye. Um, no, but I, uh, Nur, I do want to talk about one of your walks in the park. Um, okay. Where I got it. Where the other day you texted our group chat and you said, uh, "Crazy thing happened. I was walking in the park and a crow attacked me." Yeah, and I'm very scared of birds, guys. You don't understand. And interestingly, because if it happened at a normaler time, I think it would have scarred me for life. Oh, my God. And maybe maybe I would never leave my apartment after that incident or never go to the park again. <laughs> but I think I think we live at a time when one bad thing happened and then another bad thing happened and we forgot about the previous bad thing. Oh, so am I triggering you? I think... Uh, no. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. You're bringing me back to it. No, but like the constant flood of like terrible updates from all around the world, I forgot about that. You know, well, so I am. Horrible thing, yeah. but, but no, thank you for reminding me. Nur, yeah, is I was the walking at the park? Is the bird? <laughs> do you want me? Is the bird's uh, the actions bird. due to stupidity or the virus? Mm. Wait, say again. I said, do we blame the bird's uh, actions? I don't blame the bird on. <laughs> On stupidity or the virus? I'm going to be honest, nerd. Like, I love you, but I do not blame the bird. This is a, just a bad Most omen birds in general. Are stupid, in my opinion. So I think birds are. are wild smart. You never. I don't, well, they live for 100 years, so I don't trust them, one. Wow. Um, wow. Two, I don't know. Like, I, have, I was wearing no nothing, no hats, nothing interesting. It's my hair. It's not that interesting. <laughs> and I think it accidentally touched me and not necessarily like try to land on my head i hope yeah um it's just that it's... it was stupid and it did this and <laughs> terrify me um does it make it you want to go terrible, outside less think... say again does it make you want to go outside less 
No, no. That's why I'm saying because like so many horrible things. Normally it would probably because like I said, I'm very, very scared of birds. But now I'm like, oh, okay, we move on because everything is awful anyway. I want to trace, so, where, where did you first become scared of birds? I do not know this and I thought about this. And I think I should talk to my therapist about this too. <laughs> um, so I'm going to make a note to myself. Thank you. Yeah, for good. That yeah we're really solving problems um, here on Quarantine Radio. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to unpack it right now, we can do that, too. Are you um, seeing your therapist, yeah. like, over Skype or something? Yeah, but I've always seen my therapist over Skype because my, therap- my therapist is in Turkey. Oh, wow. And I'm, I, was, I, I started therapy while I was in New York, and then I, when I was in Turkey, uh, we saw each other in person, and now we're continuing our relationship on Skype. Nur, you've lived yeah. in a whole bunch of cities um, most recently. Yeah, and I've... Yeah. Well, now now you're in London, but you've lived in Los Angeles, you've lived in uh, New York, you've uh, yeah. lived, and and do you do you see what's happening on the news in these cities? There's a lockdown, obviously, uh, in the entire state of California today. I think we're in lockdown in New York. It's hard to sort of like, you know, delineate between full lockdown or can we walk to the grocery store or whatever. What what is your how does your heart feel when you see these things happen over here? Um, what I'm realizing now is that I have a lot of homes. Uh, when people ask me where I'm from, I struggle to answer because I was born and raised in Turkey, but I spent a big chunk of my adulthood in New York, and now I'm in London, which I'm very much super happy about. Um, it's it's hard. It's hard to, you know, I, I can't pick and choose which ones to feel most stressed about. Mm. I have people I love, and I talk to every day in each one of those places. Um, also family in Turkey. Um, so it's, it's hard, but, but I kind of, again, like I'm trying to choose the silver lining or the positives in this, which is very hard to do. And what are those? Um, yeah, sure. Um, so now I can talk to my, I'm going to go personal and then we can take it to the, the, the bigger level. But now I have time to talk to my mom in my family mm. or my friends because I was working a lot a lot, and yeah. I still work a lot, but now I have time. I can make time to make sure I connect with my loved ones. Um, we're kind of, I mean, my job is ongoing, but we're all slowing down a little, you know, we're all looking into things that can, um, feed us on a different level, like reading a book and watching a show that we've, we've been trying to watch for the last however many months or doing a puzzle or connecting with family. So I like that aspect of it. And I'm trying to stay focused on that versus this is awful. We're all getting sick and everything is terrible, you know? Yeah. So trying to keep my head up on that level, um, that it kind of is bringing us together closer. Like we're globally, we're all doing the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Globally, we're all going through the same thing, which very rarely happens in anything so um i like the solidarity of this thing um and i facetimed with carly and harpy and busy this morning which made my day so i'm very positive today yeah um who was the last person that you like hung out with oh that's a great question it's only good questions Uh, here on quarantine radio yeah 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 um i hung out with my friend glenn who we know. Oh, Glenn. Um, yeah, shout out to Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. You guys know Glenn. Yeah. Yes, we went out to dinner. 
and that was still that was still before we got the work from home uh, email. So it was we were still going to the office, and people were still out. That was my my last social outing dinner with Glenn. It was lovely. It was a great dinner, and I always love hanging out with Glenn. He's a are you are you at all hesitant uh, if this and hopefully it does all you know come to a happy resolution at some point in the future? Are you hesitant to ever shake hands again? Uh, no, I'm. I <laughs> this is going to sound slightly strange, but I miss human touch. Like I love hugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love hugging people. Yeah, I miss hugs. Um, even though I'm, I said I'm, I've been social distancing for the last couple of years. Right. <laughs> I love hanging out with people. I love seeing friends. Yeah. So, um, so no, I will not be hesitant. Um, not in a Boris Johnson way, but you know, <laughs> if, if they say we can, I will do that. Really a bird um, should have landed on his head, you know? It looks like a bird already has, yeah. so <laughs> it's not. I thought, I thought he got Corona. That's what, that's what the rumor said. Really? I mean, the rumors were that Trump had already gotten it too, but then that's like, yeah, everybody in Mar-a-Lago, you know, was yeah. prone to it. Yeah, so. I'm also, I'm, I'm an immigrant in both of those countries, so I'm going to stop talking about this now, just yeah. in case. Uh, yeah. How just is your mom keep doing? My, keep my status. My mom is, is good. She resisted accepting this for a bit. She was at her friend's sometime last week. She was, and I was like, can you just stay indoors at home? She said, oh, we're not shaking hands. I'm like, no, 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 can you stay <laughs> at your place? Uh, so now she's completely um, social distancing. She was on, I, my mom is an Instagram influencer, as you guys know. Yes. Um, she was on IG Live with one of her friends Love talking it. about like recipes and whatnot. Not that she cooks at all. <laughs> she was still talking about that. Um, Wait, does your mom so listen to this podcast? Like, uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> she can talk about recipes and how she actually doesn't cook. But yeah, she's still influencing hard every day. Um, you know, she's doing that. She's probably very bored because she's, you know, by herself. But, you know, we're that's why we're trying to stay connected and I FaceTime her every day. How about your so, sister? My sister and my nephew and my brother-in-law, they went to their summer house which is like a little more uh, secluded. Mm -hmm. So, which was very smart on their end because there's less people, there's more outside space, you know, so they can, um, my nephew can have more freedom to not just be stuck indoors in the city. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, everyone's extremely worried, you know, about like what's going to happen, what's going to happen. But I think everyone's doing well. Well, actually, how is, how is the Turkish response been? Because, like, Erdogan is, I mean... a, is, is a, um, he's an authoritarian leader. And, and so, I mean, like, is he, is, is all of Turkey, like, locked down? Yeah, I mean, we're not in lock. Well, they're not in lockdown yet. It's kind of same as UK. Like, things are closing down and, you know, they're being, they're social distancing and all of that. Uh, I think the healthcare system is a little, well, I have friends who are doctors in Turkey, so I know that it's not being handled well mm-hmm. on that level. Um, they're not taking enough precautions. There's not, you know, like they're not communicating transparently about the cases and the deaths and all of that. Um, but, you know, I think Turkey is a bit better than the UK in that sense because there's like clear communication from a higher level and they're really like, um, trying to get people to stay indoors and by closing schools and this and that. So they're a little better or more, um, they're smarter than the UK at the moment. 
But again, who knows? But they closed their borders to a couple of countries too. So if I want to go home now, I can't, which is kind of shitty, but not the shittiest thing that's happening right now. How have you uh, let yourself escape? You know, when when work is done, how do you relax? Yeah, like what TV shows are you watching? What um, are you reading books? Are, are you, you ordering lavender yeah. off of Amazon? Like what what is going? No, I'm lavenderless, guys. No. That's the problem. I need my. La- I know. I wasn't. Ugh, I didn't think this was going to happen. Um, we were talking to Abigail yesterday, and we made you know oh, we were all Abigail. we were all on the same page with 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 Abigail that you had like stockpiled all the lavender that you could. I do not have even one bottle. It's just like that is a crime. Shit. Yeah, I know. That's the I real think tragedy. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think we should talk about this and how upsetting <laughs> it is. But um, what I do, I think walks at the park is the best thing that can happen to me. And like I said, it's a huge, beautiful park. So that I try to do that every morning before I start my day to really, you know, perspective, sky, trees, great nature. Yep. Um, I drink. Mm-hmm. You know, red wine and tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, that that gives me a lot of joy and you know calm. Uh, I take baths, like long baths. Um, that helps. And then I watch. So I I I, I have a big heart for a British crime series. Mm. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this before. Yes. But like line of, line of duty, the fall. Um, I watched The Stranger on Netflix lately. I don't oh, know how if you guys that? have seen it. If you have, it was so good. <laughs> The first episode is a little like, uh, I'm unsure, but then it just picks up. And then I watched Safe, also on Netflix, also British, also like similar to The Stranger. Um, so yeah, I might watch Line of Duty again because it was such a good show that I want to, you know, go back to it. Um, and then I read books. Um, I'm reading this book uh, from School of Life, which is a collective um, that speaks to all the issues that are relevant to modern life. And um, the name of the book is Replacing Religion. Um, as I mean, it's pretty straightforward. It <laughs> talks about, you know, <laughs> replacing... It doesn't suggest we should replace replace religion, but introduces different perspectives to, yeah. you know, the sentiment that religion provides for people and, like, how if you don't believe in religion, what else can you believe in or what else can keep, keep you, like... Yeah focused and motivated or driven uh, how are you guys doing can i ask yeah of course this is a two-way street <laughs> yeah um, I, I have not okay, been attacked I, by, I wasn't sure i've not been attacked by any birds <laughs> but i also have not been outside pretty- that much um i okay. think that i have failed in terms of i wanted to do push-ups every day haven't been doing that yeah. I, I started today um, yeah though. I started that's today. dope yeah okay. i did it once Amazing. Um, and then Amazing. push-up challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was challenged yesterday. I didn't even respond. Ah, oh, my bad. I think Jamal Jamal is doing some sort of activities. The situation is how much I'm attached to fitness. Uh, but maybe you should jump on that train. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Jamal Jamal. It's just much easier Shout to be lazy. So that's what I've. Uh, I completely agree. Yeah. I've been um I've been pretty active in FaceTiming people. Yeah. Um, I think that's been FaceTiming people you don't know. No, oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that was old. Yo, prank FaceTiming would be like peak <laughs> quarantine. Like, yeah. that's like a real weird place to be when I just start prank FaceTiming people and just being like, hey, like, just checking in. I just need any contact. <laughs> no, that's fucked up. That's yeah. fucked up. Um, um, o- overall, uh, I think, you know, we've been cooking a lot, obviously. Um, 
Amazing. There's been joy in that. Yep. Um, the joy of cooking. The joy of cooking. And then also just like watching a lot of cooking. TV. Um, oh, amazing. I'm actually going to cook this weekend too. Good. So let's see what that's going to look like. But Are you, um, is your, is your refrigerator good? Yeah, my refrigerator is all kinds of full. Good. Um, but I'm planning to make like some chicken stock and soup and then some dumplings maybe. Which Wonderful. I got a rolling pin guy, so oh. I don't know. What that's, yeah, I know. It's pretty serious. <laughs> um, what have you guys been cooking? Can you give me inspiration? Uh, I've been making my famous yes. salmon and papillote, which is uh, oh. salmon fillets uh, in parchment paper or uh, aluminum foil as we have because mm-hmm. we don't have parchment paper right okay and then uh yeah. you you add some citrus and you add some uh some herbs mm-hmm. and uh zucchini Amazing. and yeah. uh shallots yep. and yeah it's a really nice oh, aromatics oh, wow. yeah so i mean like it's a it's a whole vibe yeah and then um eric's been making some uh chicken dishes some chicken with vegetables made yeah. some we uh, had we had uh some pasta with a uh, homemade bolognese we've had uh oh, amazing. Yeah. i've been gaining like good weight so i've been happy about that i just need to like work it off right i think amazing i mean if please share your recipes oh yeah we should, oh. we should do that we should also do we should share what we're reading eventually and uh what we're watching on television make lists yeah. i think we should make lists all we have is time, yeah, there, you know. I'm just trying too. to turn this into a lifestyle brand, you know. <laughs> like that's that's what's going to come out of this. I love a lifestyle brand. <laughs> Our recipes. Can I of, yeah, course. of course. Yeah. Okay, good. I love lifestyle brands. We so just need to think I'm of a name on on the same level as Goop, you know. Yeah. Mm, Quarantine. Mm, <laughs> mm, yeah, that's not a good one, but um, yeah. <laughs> Nur, we we love you so much. Please stay safe out there. Same. And uh, same guys. We can't wait Thank to. Thank you for calling me. Yeah, we can't wait to see you in person whenever this is over and give you a big hug. I know, and maybe we can FaceTime this weekend or Google Hangout. That would be uh, wonderful. You know what we should do? <laughs> we should watch a thing on Netflix Party. That'd be fun too. And we should watch The Crow. Uh, oh, we- <laughs> no, uh, no. What if we did it with, with uh, uh, Shiv and David? Maybe. Maybe. I also FaceTimed Shiv, which was really fun while he was watching the news, guys. <laughs> Yo, Shiv's skin all looks he does so is good. watch the news. I it's also. Wild. No, it, that's all he does. It's all he does. But uh, shout out to you, Nur. Shout out to David. Shout out to Shiv. Shout out to you guys. And uh, be well, and we'll be checking in, all right? Same. All right. Thanks, Nur. Lovely hearing your voices. You Bye, too. guys. Bye. Bye. Hello. Clark, how are you doing? <laughs> locked in yeah man it's uh it's been a lot has it has it uh fully realized in your brain uh yeah but i i saw it uh from about a month ago i, I was trying to explain what was gonna happen in in what way um once what like once I realized, maybe it might have been a little longer. Uh, Like once it first started, like I'm talking January, when they started saying that, uh, you know, other other places were getting it. Mm -hmm. I I was clear that it was going to get here and it was going to be bad here because we live in a very uh, arrogant society. Yep. And then we have a a president who... uh, you might be 50 times the amount of arrogance that the average American person yep. exudes. He is, he's, he's, he's on a path to, 
totally destroyed. So I knew it was going to come. I knew it was going to be this way. I knew it was going to hit hard. Mm-hmm. And I knew that um, the, the, the people that populate this country, they weren't going to think it was serious. And given given that you had uh, this type of premonition, what did you do to sort of make sure you and your family were good? Oh, I started chilling. <laughs> I started staying home. Yeah, like I'm like early, like no I gigs. Went out for a few things. I went out for a few few gigs, and then they were they were tight. They were private ones, and then I was like, yeah, I'm good. Um, you how are me, you? Can, we could video chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, how are you? Well, first of all, what was the last gig that you actually did? Um, on March 9th, I did a gig for hundred people for Ronnie Five. Yeah, yeah. And did you have like reservations then about like people trying to shake your hand, people trying to get in your proximity? Oh no, I stayed in the booth. Yeah, for the whole time. And and I waved. Yeah, and now that you've been home, um are you like fully engaged with the news or are you trying to sort of, of keep course. that at arm's length? No, I, I am engaged, be, but um, I read the real news in between the news. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't listen to um, uh, Trump, you know, yeah. saying that it's a Chinese disease. Like, oh my like God. how divisive is that? You know it's, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, I, uh, we were watching Cuomo, who's been absolutely fantastic. You know, in that he gives no, he's like amazing. actual like he's you know, amazing, but updates. his father was amazing. Yeah, so yeah bo- bo- both of them. Amazing. And you know, these his press conferences have been to the point. They've been facts. They haven't been like you know. And then CNN, which we were watching, switched over to the White House, and all of a sudden you see Trump and his stooges up there, and it's the Chinese virus. It's pointing out uh different journalists that they like you yeah know, and, don't fuck with yeah and shitting on shitting on them and it's there is a woman yesterday who asked if it's okay to call chinese food chinese food that's nuts yeah it, it, it's and that's been all like it as much as you try to avoid it it sort of like comes back into your life you know yeah well i think america on a whole shouldn't be surprised by him like he's proven regularly to be uh quite racist yeah so this is of no surprise to me i just find it really really uh trying that the the powers that be that stand next to him allow him to cross out the word corona Mm. to say chinese like they like they make a speech. It says Corona. He crosses out the word, like yeah. literally. Yeah, no, I saw the pictures. The yeah, and it. I, I feel no president is a president by himself, and yeah. I feel like they're allowing him to president by himself in certain instances. He's just going too crazy. He I- knows nothing. One day he says. It's a, it's an incredible, it's an incredibly serious disease that we have under control. And then the next day he says, we don't have this under control because he didn't know. He didn't yeah. know anything. No. He still doesn't know anything. Nor does He's he care. from a paper. Right. No, no, he definitely doesn't care. He definitely doesn't care. And just but, as complicit. But, I mean, I, 
Look, look, we can go back to to him running for president. Like, I knew he didn't want to be president. He wanted to be something else that he thought the president was. He thought the president was the boss of the United States. Right. And it's not. So he he gets this job, and it's not what he wants it to be. And and it's it drives him crazy. And just as complicit are the people who are around him on a daily basis. The people, uh, the rest of the senators in in uh, in Congress who are you know just giving him this platform. Um, everybody who's a yes man and yes woman up there. It's it's really tragic. Yeah, but he's picking and choosing who stands next to him because he knows at least seventy, eighty percent of them don't want to agree with him yeah yeah um so, how have you been so passing the, the one sorry huh? how have you been passing the time while you've been inside um <laughs> I'm, I'm a dj and a producer so <laughs> i i'm uh I'm, I'm i'm hitting drum machines <laughs> you're locked in you're 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 proverbially locked in you're you're metaphorically locked in you are locked in like doing work i saw that you were uh you were going back and forth with ninth wonder yeah, what happened was him and I do something called Duce Remixer, and our Duce Remixer got canceled. And um, when at the last Duce Remixer, I played him about thirty samples that I told him I was gonna mess with, and um, I've already got through twenty. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, pass those." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, so you're you're working? Yeah, I. I, I can't do nothing. I, I'm, I've never been able to just do nothing. I'm inspired by breathing. So yeah. because I'm breathing every day, I, I, I can do things. I can figure it out. I can I can be creative. And, uh, you know, yeah. and, and, and the thing I'm easily most creative at is music. So Oh, un- unquestionably. So, and Clark, here, we've, here's, we've, here's, what's, yeah. here's what's driving people crazy, right? People don't really have an issue being home they have an issue being told you have to be home. Right. Well, cause there's a whole anxiety that comes from that. Right. It's like, well then something's wrong. Like it's, right. it's, it's not, how do you fill your time? It's like, there's something that is happening that is so huge that I can't understand it. So even just like the idea of, you know, Eric and I went to the grocery store two nights ago and we couldn't find chicken at three different, gro- four different grocery stores. Mm-hmm. And like, We've never had to deal with, in America, where you can get anything at any time, having limits on your life. Yeah. And so that is like a very... See, here's the thing. We have. And it's just like we're not remembering it because it didn't last this long. You have to remember when, when there were storms and when there were blackouts, people were hoarding. Yeah. So it's not that we didn't. It's just that nobody really knows the end of this. You right. know yeah. the lights are going to come back on. You know the storm will pass. People don't know the ends of this. Right. So that's well, why. It's but also, I mean, like, there is a, a psychological thing when you look outside and it is uh, 60 degrees out. And it's like, I can. When, when you know that a storm is approaching and you see the map, people can understand that. When people look outside and they're like, okay, well, there aren't any symptoms that I can look at somebody else and say this person obviously has it until they start showing symptoms like five to 12 days later. Like that's right. what's sort of like fucking with people's heads, I think. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, I don't, I feel fine. Why can't I go have a picnic with 12 of my friends in the park and like share food? And then five days later, it turns out that one to two to 12 of them 
are now sick. It's just like there's a whole thing that um, and I think that, you know, speaking to the arrogance is like, you know, a lot of people uh, respond to um, the news mm-hmm. and and or ignore the news because they think that they know better. And right. so it's just like it's a it's a reeducation of people needing to understand that science is like a real thing. Yep. And that uh, that sometimes you need to chill the fuck out and just sit home, like listen to, to yeah. what smart people are saying. Yeah. It's funny how everybody wants a vacation until they're <laughs> Yeah. Clark, uh, these are, I think we can all agree, some pretty dark times. Uh, a lot of people's moods are down. As a creative, if you're above your drum machine and you're putting in something to sample, what kind of mood are you in? And are you creating music that is darker or are you creating okay. it let, as let an me, escape? Let me, let, me, let me make this easy. Right, I, I, I explain this, and I've explained it a bunch of times. I'm from Crown Heights, Brooklyn, and getting past 21 was like, 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 like a, a life graduation, right? Yes. So, in my in my neighborhood, I lost six friends before they were 21. So I believe we all believed that's the end. We're all gonna die like before we're 21. When I made 21, it was like, oh, so every day is cherries on top. So when I say I'm inspired by life, it, it's not about mood. It's about is it going to be good. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's like I don't, I don't sit there and go, I need to make something dark, or mm-hmm. this is going to be dark, or it's going to feel dark. It's whatever happens, happens. And is there any type of music that you're listening to on your own outside of of creating that you're just like enjoying in the moment right now? Um. I didn't switch it up. Like, I just listened to everything. And the reason why is because I believe there's a reason why everything was made. And mm-hmm. because I'm a DJ, I need to know what was made. Yeah. So I'm paying attention. Like, I, I never stop paying attention to all kinds of music because you never know what you'll find. That's one. And two, I never know what I'll be able to use musically somewhere. I, I play. I'm a DJ. Like, so I play a lot. So once this is over... Can you imagine what party season is going to be like <laughs> when this is over? Well, like, yeah. Is, uh, yeah, I would buy some like DJ content stock right after this. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Well, how about, I mean, how much time do you dedicate a day to practicing? Because that's a skill and you need to get your reps in, right? Yeah, but um, I've always been one who slept two hours a night anyway since mm. I was 14. So the, the sleep when I'm dead is, is really how I think. But... If the drum machine works and and I have an idea, I'm I'm on it. It don't matter what time. Wait, two hours a night? Like, so do you take naps? No. When, no. when I go down, when I when I go to sleep, it's two three hours maximum. Jeff, he is Superman. No, I understand that. <laughs> no, he's also God's favorite, but that doesn't mean <laughs> that he can't nap. Yeah, he can't nap. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Clark, how how has it been? How is the realities of being at home twenty four hours a day? You got your family at home too, but like you know, yeah, yeah. there's there's four walls and there's only so many rooms in the house, right? Well, no, Clark has a lot of right. walls. No, I, I get Clark I get has that. more than four walls. He doesn't just live in I have, a box. I have, I have a few more walls. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're able, and and you have a backyard and things, so you're able to like get outside and sort of like breathe that fresh air, right? Yeah, yeah. I I have a, a nice uh, backyard, and I don't live like you know in in the 
<laughs> if you go to the hood, the house is connected to the next house. Right. Nah, I, I got enough space between the houses next. Who to me. are your I neighbors? Can, <laughs> um, one Asian family on the on on one side of me, and a um, a, a, a white family on the other side of me, and then. How often it, do you it, talk it, to them? A, it's quite a mixed neighborhood, but it's a uh, it's it's spread out. You know, I have some land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you? I've been working. I've been working hard. <laughs> oh no, we we know that. We know that. Um, so this is something that like no one can anticipate, but you're 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 here to ride it through. Your refrigerator is stocked. Your spirits are up, and you got a drum machine, right? Yeah, and 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 the one thing I do know is that most people don't put this into to, to thought. You know, they should know every day uh, a, a, um, a grocery store, they get deliveries every day. Right. So yeah. going crazy and stocking up like you can't go to the grocery is, is pretty stupid because uh, the shit's going to spoil. Yeah. So you can stock up for four days, five days, six days at a time. If you're stocking up like you're not going outside for a month, like you're not being realistic. You're also not being a person. I mean, I mean well, that that's how the fear is being built into them. I know that's what I'm saying. The, like, I agree. It's just like the, you know, you, you know. can, you know. Do you think that you've always been measured and and focused throughout your life, Clark? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's probably but, helped uh, you again, in it, many it, ways. Yeah. It's, yeah, but it's because. Of, of where I, what I think and what I, what um, what I, what I, the way I've been for my whole life is every day is a gift. Every second you get to breathe is a gift. Treat it like it's a gift. If you respect it, you'll, you'll move a certain way. How do you respond to people around you or that you run into who don't have that same focus and calm to them? Here's, here's another thing that makes that focus and calm work so easy. I I don't expect things from people, but one thing, I expect them to be people. I don't expect them to be like me. I expect them to be people. So however they are, it's going to be fine. So I never get let down because I don't expect much of them, but to be a person. So how they react to certain situations, that's just choices they're making based off of the way that they've learned or, or the way that they've been throughout their life. The choices I make are based off of the things I've learned and the way that I've been throughout my life. Um, Clark, so, we have a we have a mutual <laughs> friend. We have a mutual friend in uh, in Mayer. And that's my boy. I wanna know what is the last dumb argument you got into <laughs> with Mayer who loves a dumb argument. <laughs> we we had a dumb argument about about some t-shirts that I asked him to order and he ordered them and they're in his house and he's like when are you coming to get the t-shirt and I'm like well, when you when when you coming to get your sneakers so it's like I, we argued about the fact that I have something for him and he has something for me and we can't connect because whenever I say you I'm in your area he's in the street yeah. <laughs> so it's like we just can't connect. I, I, you know what I really appreciate about Mayer? He is somebody who calls to check in, and I think that is a lost art and something that a lot of people are finding out about again now that they're so isolated. It's like, you know, the power of connection and reaching out and what, what, you know, a little thing like that could mean to, a, to another human being, you know? Yeah, just a very genuine yeah. guy. It, it, it's funny because we 
do that so much that during this time we really wouldn't have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But because we do. I'll I'll call them and be like, "Yo, you good? Your mom good? How you kids?" Like those are the calls we have. Ninety nine percent of the time, we talk about other shit. If we talk about sneakers, it's where did you get them? Yeah. And can you pick or, them up? Because <laughs> they're sitting yeah, in my house. Can you pick them and up? I need the t-shirts. Like <laughs> yeah, like he has he has the the account with Lux Tees, and that's the only tees that we wear. So I was like, make me an order, and I just didn't go get them. But then he was like, yo, can you give me those clots? And I was like, <laughs> yes, and I got him the clots, but he didn't come get them. <laughs> so we have to connect so we can make the switch. But you know. Well, Clark, let me, let me ask you this. A lot of people are making a big thing out of like, you know, uh, and and I don't I don't judge them whatsoever. They're like, hey, I want to dress up even if I'm not leaving my house. Right. There's something about the mentality of like, hey, I'm still like you getting know, this fit off. Yeah. Well, yeah. But but still being human. Right. Yeah. Like there's a routine. Yeah. And like clothing makes the, the person like clothing makes the mood. Right. Exactly. Do you. Are you still switching your pairs off every day? Are you are you still like trying to feel good about yourself from the from the shoes up? No, I've been wearing shirts, shorts, and sweats since I since I've been home. And when I'm in my studio, I'm always trying to be as comfortable as possible. So just velvet nah. robes. <laughs> now, and who's coming over? Right, Who am right. I trying to... Yeah, you don't got to impress anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even about impressing anybody. It's what am I getting dressed for? You know, I'm not... If I'm not leaving, I might as well put on some, some comfortable shorts, cool t-shirt, cool sweatshirt, or in a pair of sneakers that I could walk around in and be comfortable. Well, I was thinking, like, because Eric and I are doing this thing, like, every single day, and we are on mm-hmm. camera, and at a certain point, I was just like... I should pull out like my my suit, like my suit I wear to like weddings. <laughs> Just like well, you know, get here, dapper the fuck up, you know. Considering, considering you guys are on camera, you should be fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying. We're trying out here. We're not trying that hard. <laughs> You're not trying. You guys aren't trying. You guys have a way better collection than I do. Oh my god, that is not true, Clark. Your sneaker game. Your sneaker no, game. our as sneakers are at reading, your house. We need, them. we need you to Wait deliver the sneakers that we left over there. Wait, oh. hold on. As far as your your um, comments, as he trying to see y'all comment on something that I'm involved, <laughs> in, I, yes, I really have to say that you guys' collection of shoes is just un, unrivaled by all. Yeah, yeah it's crazy, Clark. Like, Clark, like yours is pretty good. <laughs> we we ran, have, we have a way better collection. Do you, do you guys still have those four apartments full of sneakers? Oh my god, Clark. it's hard for the the <laughs> upkeep. You know, like the dust. It we just <laughs> like it's Clark, a lot. We. Uh, maybe like three months ago we went to visit our brother Dan who lives downtown and then we went over to Chelsea Market to get something to eat and we ran into Caduce and and uh, and Kim who were in town for like awesome. a minute as they do you know they just sort of like pop up and it's like oh we ran into them randomly and I was so embarrassed my brother and my sister. I was awesome. I was so embarrassed that I was wearing some beat up like Air Maxes. There were black Air Force Ones. Were not. <laughs> Eric had just robbed <laughs> Lior Cohen's let, house. Let me say something to you. If, if that's what you chose to wear, then that's all that matters. You can't worry about what the next person thinks when it comes to what you're choosing to wear. Not it's even Caduce? Nah, it's your life. <laughs> that's absolutely your life. right. He, he, may, he may make some questionable sneaker choices to someone else as well you know what I'm wow there's probably wow. someone there, listen, wait till i tell him what, what clark just said <laughs> what i said that he 
might make a personal <laughs> sneaker choice to somebody. The headline for this is going to go there, nuts on Hip Hop DX. <laughs> listen, there's probably someone who doesn't like Paris Dunk, and he loves Paris Dunk. So to that person, they may go, those shits is whack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, whether they be right or wrong doesn't matter because opinions are subjected to the person's thoughts. All I know is that I wear Agassiz every day, and they look good every day. There you go. I say wear what you want to wear. Damn, yo. what the fuck? <laughs> you know many, you, yo, do you know how many people say to me, or or, or, or should I say, say online, <laughs> you know, behind their <laughs> keyboards, ah, with those are whack, or this or that, and I'm like, well, they're not yours, yeah. so, you know, I'm not really worried about you thinking they're whack. If I like them, I like them. I loved, I loved the fact that like you would put up a list and you're like, I don't care what you think. This is my list. Yeah. Right, because it's my list. It's not your list. I'm yeah. not making a list for you. I'm just sharing. I thought that you was know, so because good. How do I get on the, the list? Wow. Now that is an Abdul <laughs> that is that is That is not me. That is him. <laughs> I am a, I am a, um, I am a custodian. Of the list. There you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it. That's the word. When <laughs> when when we break out of uh, this quarantine, how hard are your handshakes going to be as compared to before? I'm not, I'm not sure. It might take me a while to give a handshake. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm giving everybody wanna... like, complicated handshakes. <laughs> like I'm going to do like ASAP uh, mob type handshakes for every <laughs> single person I see. Just like 15 minute handshakes. You know what I'll do? Instead of shaking hands, I'll say, "Can I see your I'm Corona free card?" There you go. Wow. Yo, Clark, you've you've been you've been making beats, I guess, just you know, to to as that as that release to be creative to put in good work. Has anybody hit you like, "Yo, send me something good"? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're looking. A lot. We're looking forward to <laughs> to any and all of those instrumentals that come out and uh, and the work that's I made from your from your drum machine to to the world. Yeah, I'm thinking, I like, I, I think I have a, a cool idea. Since I started making things, I'm thinking I have a cool idea to just put, like, a a project of, you know, just the tracks with somebody on them, but they don't belong to them, they belong to us. Mm. So instead of it dropping on one of their albums, it'll be me and them drop it, so we own it. You get it instead that, of like yeah. a label or something owning it, or instead of you know some corporation behind it. So we own it, we split the profit, and dope. we just drop it. Yeah, but it you know it it's it's that's just a thought until I say here so and so. Let me see what you come up with. Well, listen, Clark, uh, we appreciate you. We're sending all our love to you and your family. Be safe out there. Thank you, brother. Be safe inside. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll be yeah, checking yeah. in. We appreciate you, and we'll talk soon, all right? And let us know when we can pick up our shoes. <laughs> well, the mayor would help you with that. I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks, Clark. You guys be safe. Listen, be healthy, be safe, and be home. We will. Yeah. Thanks, Clark. All right, guys. Shout out to Dave and Alan. Shout out to DJ Clark Kent. And shout out to Nur Ostemer. Guys, as always, not for real, for real. For sure. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Correct.